Fired Up Fridays app with Steve Ryan is now available on Apple and Google Play stores. Well, hello there, family. You're listening to Fired Up Fridays with Steve Ryan. Fired Up Fridays, all right. Hey, what's going on? This is Steve Ryan. So today I'm here for a very, very, very important matter. And it's a matter that's very close to my heart. And it's about the medical petition. So some months ago, I started a medical petition um, and it's going to Congress and the White House after so many signatures to where medical bills right now in this country, right now, if, if you get sick, You have all these medical bills. You didn't plan for it. You can't pay it. It goes on your credit report. Now, if you go to try to buy a house later and you need your credit or you want to get a car or you want to get some kind of, you know, credit or or anything, it can be renting an apartment, renting a house, purchasing a house, whatever. All these necessary life things that people need. Why should people be penalized just because something happened? medical-wise and health-wise, and they can't afford to pay. I can see if it was shoes or clothes or something that wasn't really needed. But health and medical, no one asked to get sick. Now, I started this petition a few months ago, all right? And you can easily find it at steveryan.com slash medfreedom. Or the same thing at change.org slash medfreedom. And the purpose of this petition is to get enough signatures so that the White House, Congress, the press, and whoever else will pay attention to what we, the public, are saying. Which is there needs to be some kind of medical bill overhaul. It just needs to be. So many people was sued and had stuff garnished even during the pandemic. This is in the news. It All the links are on the petition. Now, I know I started it a few months ago. The petition started off slow, and then all of a sudden it hit, it hit 100,000 signatures, and then it slowed down. It's almost like people said, oh, you know, I signed and I'm done. No, you need to sign and share. Post it on your socials. Share it with your friends. Even if you're listening to this or watching this podcast and you're not in the U.S., you can still help by signing. Anyone can sign. We just need as many people exposed to this issue as possible. Because let's say that you're not in the U.S. and it's happening in your country, then now this petition might can be leveraged to help bring awareness to an issue in your country. It doesn't cost anything but 30 seconds of your time to go into a website and sign. You can even do it anonymously. The thing is, this petition is not for my personal benefit. This petition is for the benefit of everyone across the country. Because one thing about it is sometimes people don't care about things until it happens to them or happens to somebody they care about. When I decided to launch this petition, I knew it was going to be a long fight. 
And I don't care how long it takes. I know we can reach the goal. I know we can. At least a million signatures is not impossible. All anyone has to do is share it. That's it. Share it, sign it, post it on your socials. I'm not going to stop talking about this issue. I may not talk about it every week. I may not even talk about it every month, but it's still there. I'm still doing work behind the scenes. And no matter how busy I am, I will always make time for this issue. I appreciate everyone who has taken the time to support. I really do. And the thing about it is our healthcare system is is so complicated, it's so much work that's needed. You know, I love my country. I was born here. Like I love it. So I'm not going to sit here and act like I don't. But at the same time, there are things that we can do to ask for change. And the way that we ask for change is by coming together, showing unity, by signing a petition, and being prepared to let our voices be heard to say, hey, Congress, hey, White House, this is an important issue. This is the medical petition right here on change.org. And so far, you can see that it has a hundred over 103,000 signatures. We can do better than this. We can we can do better than this. Like if everybody shared this with just five people, we can get these signatures up to 500,000. If everybody just shared. That's it. It's not asking for much. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to play the original petition video. One that I did a few months ago. It will break everything down. Thank you for tuning in, and I hope you and your family have a happy holidays. Stay tuned. The video is coming up shortly. This is Steve Ryan. Hi, I'm Steve Ryan, and I want to ask you a question. Do you think people choose to get sick? Have you ever been sick and say, hey, I'm choosing to be sick now? Hey, I want this unexpected medical bill now. How many of you have experienced medical bill issues or know someone who's experienced medical bill issues? Raise your hand. I know you're looking at the video, but raise your hand. I guarantee that it's probably at least 50% of the people watching this video who have experienced a medical bill issue or know someone who's experienced a medical bill issue or seen it on the news or know of someone who's gone through it. For us to be in this great country, it really hurts my heart that it's so many people who are going through financial hardships due to medical. It hurts my heart. And I know there's something that can be done about it. That was the purpose of this petition being created. This is the first step to doing something about it. So what I need you to do before I get into any more details is sign this petition and share it. Sign and share it. 
And there's two other things for you to do. And all of this takes less than five minutes of your time. So less than five minutes of your time can potentially help millions of people. Each and every one of you is important. Each and every signature is important. Each and every share is important. So what I need you to do is sign the petition, share the petition. I've also included two links. One is a link to your local news station and the other is a link to national news stations. Okay. So it's 50 states on there. All the states are on there. All you have to do is click on there. I've even typed up an email for you. Copy the email, paste it, and send it off. That's it. Do one for local, one for national. Find your state and wherever you're at and do it. And then pick out your favorite national news show and do it. That's it. And if you don't see your city on there, just find the closest one to you. Please, please. Not only do I appreciate it, but millions of other people who are experiencing medical issues and, and medical bill issues, they will appreciate it too. And it literally costs you nothing but like two to three minutes of your time. So for those of you who want to exit out, you can. That's a summary. But now I'm about to go into a little bit more detail about this petition for those of you who want to stick around. And so the address to the petition I'm going to give you two addresses, change.org slash medfreedom. That's change.org slash medfreedom. And the other website, especially if you're from the press or news or know someone from the press or news, or you want to send this to the press or news, is steveryan.com slash medfreedom. That's steveryan.com slash medfreedom. That's it. So basically with this bill, here's the highlights of this bill. The proposal for this bill is to stop medical bills from going on credit re reports altogether, to just eliminate it. That's number one. And number two, the second highlight of this bill is to stop wage garnishments. Now, I know there are some opponents to some of this. Okay, I've seen it. And they say, oh, people will take advantage of this stuff. Here's a compromise. The credit report should not be a compromise. Medical bills don't belong on credit. That absolutely can't be a compromise. But the wage garnishments can be. And I will explain why. Perhaps a compromise for this is some kind of income-driven repayment plan for medical bills. To put that into the bill and the law, and that way it's not based on hospital-to-hospital -hospital choosing to voluntarily offer that program, because most of them don't offer that. Or, let me correct myself, most of them don't go out of their way to tell you that they have that type of program. Like if you're if you're in a certain income uh, level that you can apply to see if the hospital can write off some of your your bills. Um, they don't advertise that. And you have to really go out of your way to find that. Um, 
quite a few people have, have told me and shared their story with me about that. Um, so the next thing here is if it's some kind of income driven repayment plan, then what that will do is, is the following. If you're someone who is below a certain income level, it's going to help you tremendously with your medical, uh, as far as medical bills, because it won't devastate you financially. You'll be able to still feed your family. You'll still be able to take care of your, your necessities that you need instead of that the majority of that money going to medical bills, especially for something you didn't ask for to happen. All right. That's number one. The second thing is for people who perhaps have higher income and who can afford to pay more, they'll be able to pay more. So essentially the garnishment, that can be a compromise. I, I can see where that may need to be a compromise. That's okay. But credit reports off limit because what if you've been working on your credit and, and let's say you're struggling still, but you've done a good job working on your credit and all of a sudden you get into an accident and let's say the person who hit you either didn't have insurance or their insurance only covered so much. But what if your medical bills were hundreds of thousands of dollars, but the insurance is only covering the bare minimum, like 25? And then you're stuck with the difference. What if you didn't have health insurance? You know, all I'm saying is there has to be uh, a compassionate humanity um, uh, element to this stuff. It has to be. The status quo of how things have been, it just does not work. It's not working. It's a lot of people filing bankruptcies. It's a lot of people going through a lot of financial issues based on this. And the petition has a lot of links, a lot of statistics and stories. You want to know, I'm going to tell you what really, really was the icing on the cake for me. I saw this news story about one of the largest hospital chains in the country was actively and still is suing people. Thousands and thousands and thousands of people. And I was reading that a lot of the uh, the hospital won a lot of these cases by default because the people just either they didn't fight it or they just didn't know what to do or they were so overwhelmed. They just didn't know, you know, how do I fight this? I can't afford an attorney, you know, things of that nature. And they're garnishing people's wages. And this is even in the middle of pandemic stuff. They didn't care. So that was the final straw for me. I will tell you another thing. I saw something too about Congresswoman. Um, God, I don't, I don't remember her name right off the top of my head, but it is in the petition. Katie Porter, I believe, and then it was a senator. But they reintroduced this bill. I think it's called like the Medical Freedom Act or something. Don't quote me exactly. If you look at the petition, all the links and the information is in there. But here is the problem with that bill. The bill is good intentions, great intentions. I don't doubt it whatsoever. Great intentions. But here's where it falls short. The bill is saying uh, if you have medical debt, 
it needs to be a year before it hits your credit. Or if you pay off your medical debt in full or in settlement, then it comes off of your credit report. So basically that bill was about making adjustments to the Fair Credit Reporting Act. Here's the problem with it. What if you can't afford to pay? It still doesn't solve the issue. If you all of a sudden got a $100,000 medical bill that your insurance didn't cover and they're coming after you, what is that going to do if you can't afford to pay that off? It still is going to be on your credit even after a year. And if you can never, ever pay it off, what if you're only making 20000 a year or minimum wage a year and you have a family? It would take 20, 30 years to pay that off or longer. So that entire time your credit is supposed to be messed up? What if you need to co-sign on a loan with your kids for college or something or or you need a house and you want to buy a house or rent a house or need your credit for job or, or any of that? It doesn't address those things. So what's the purpose of that bill? Oh, yeah, I'll give you a year where it won't go in your credit. That doesn't help people who can't afford their medical bills. This is why we need a bill that will actually help people. This is why. So, great, hats off for the, for the good intentions of reintroducing this bill that is useless. Especially if you can't afford your, your medical bills. I'm in no way trying to offend them in any kind of way. We do have freedom of speech in this country. And I'm just expressing the fact that this is what drove this petition. Because it needs to be a voice out there that is fighting for the people. I have not found that. And that's why this petition was started. That's why it's a lot of support for this petition. And that's why if you're still watching this video right now, you need to get on that list, please, and email this petition to the news stations. I'm willing to go to any news station, anywhere, and get on camera and, and fight for this. I don't care. I'm willing to. I will stop what I'm doing and do it because this is important. One of the things that that really struck me, um, you know, for, for those of you who know me, you know, my father died. And here is why this medical bill issue hits home. Here's why it hits home for me without sharing too much personal information. About two months, two and a half months before he died, three months before he died, two to three months, whatever. Um, he went to the doctor and the doctor told him he would have to have surgery very soon. Um, because it was it was something going on with his lungs where they wanted to drain some fluid out of out of the lung. It was something to that effect that was going on. Um, and he was in surgery within a week. 
And I've seen what the medical cost was. And he's a veteran. He's a veteran. He served in the military. And it broke my heart to see what the cost of that. And what really, really got to me was, you know, two or three months later, when he had to go back into the hospital right before he died, um, that devastated us as a family. And um, after he died, I saw what his medical cost was. He was in the hospital probably for a couple of weeks or so. Um, I don't remember exactly how long, you know, off the top of my head, but he was in, in the hospital. Um, the reason why I'm limited on what I can say is because there is um, a wrongful death lawsuit going on. And I have to be careful about what information I'm sharing because it is a, a wrongful death lawsuit. But um, the bottom line is when I saw the medical bills um, and I saw the impact that it had on my mom, you know, financially, it, it really broke my heart. And and I don't mind helping. I, I mean, she brought me into this world, so of course I'm going to have her back no matter what. But what if she didn't have kids? What if, like, it was nobody to help her? She would be stuck with the impact of what his death did financially. And I can only imagine that there are families out there and you may know someone who don't have a support system. They don't have kids who will support them or they don't have a, you know, a, a system or something that will support them. They don't have that. And they get stuck with these medical bills and it's devastating. It's not like it's bad people that's going through this. It's good people that are going through this. It's good people who are working. They're just trying to make their life work. They're trying to make ends meet. And then they have to deal with a stupid medical bill. Like, really? They have to deal with that, especially for something that's unexpected. This is a huge problem. This is a big deal. I just, I really believe that this petition is going to get results. I really do. Everything is lining up. It's so much support. And my heart just goes out to people who struggle financially over medical bills. It go it bleeds for that. And I, I don't know what else to do other than what I'm doing right now, which is bringing this petition to you and begging you and pleading you to sign it and share it and email news stations, email everything is laid out for you. And it costs you nothing but time and compassion to want to help others. That's all it costs you. That's it. I know we can make this happen. We have a lot of work to do. Getting signatures is only the beginning. 
The next step after that is is going to be finding the right Congress people that want to help sponsor it and create it and sponsor it. I can tell you this right now. When they see all the support that this petition not only have right now, but will have in the future coming up, they won't be able to ignore it. We want to have so much support behind this that it can't be ignored, that something has to be done. All right. Thank you for being here. I I really appreciate your time. And in closing, don't forget to share the petition. Also, go to my website. You can sign up for the email list for updates as well. Um, I appreciate you. Have a good day.